Hey, welcome to No Perfect Dad. My name's Neil, and I'm here with my friend, Josh. Hey, Josh. That's me. I'm Josh. You are Josh. You're not the only Josh. I'm a Josh. Lots of people have the name Josh. Was Joshua like the the name the year you were born? You know, you can look up names mm. of the year you were born. It probably was pretty common, but my parents were like, went super biblical. So I'm Joshua Caleb. Okay. Like my middle wow. name is Caleb. So it's like full on that, you know, like people have life verses for yeah. significant reasons. I have a life verse because I mean, Joshua one nine, everyone quotes that. Joshua one nine, be uh, strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Yes. Do not be discouraged. Yeah. Or dismayed. Yeah. Depending okay. on translation. Right. right? But um, Joshua Caleb. Joshua Caleb. Joshua Caleb. Yeah. So the biblical thing was, that was the theme. That was, yeah. My my brother's John Mark. My sister's oh, wow. Rachel. My sister is Mary Joe. Mary Joseph. Yep. You heard it. You I got it. it. You see it. I um, got it. <laughs> did, did she have a kid named Jesus? <laughs> I'm just, bad joke. No, no, no kids yet for her. She's, okay. She's the, she's the last one. Um, she... Uh, has a dog who okay. she, she treats like a fur a, baby, a child. Um, yeah, she could have named. Anyway, we'll leave that there. <laughs> leave that. We'll there. leave that there. No, I'm 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 happy to have you here. Um, I mean, we'll give a little context here in a second, but before we do, I just kind of want to say, you know, what No Perfect Dad's kind of about for for you because I know you're not necessarily a, a listener yet, but hopefully you will be. I don't know oh, for sure. Um, and and for those who maybe I'm a new listener, or yeah, a new listener, and for any new listeners that you might bring with you, mm-hmm. so they know what it's about. So yeah. No Perfect Dad, the idea is that there is no perfect dad. We want to be intentional fathers that are engaged with our kids. So intentional, engaged, all words that are buzzwords in the fatherhood world. And that's that's the whole idea of no perfect dad. So two dads having a conversation about not being perfect, but kind of moving closer to uh, to maybe that perfection though we might not reach it. <laughs> so um, maybe maybe we found the perfect dad. That's yeah. the thing now. Yeah. It's like, are you it? Could you be the one? <laughs> Could- <laughs> Could you be? Are you the one? That makes me think of the Matrix. There's a new Matrix out. Can you believe there's I a know. new Matrix? Man, they're still making Matrix. What in the world? Okay, listen. When Fast and the Furious 85, <laughs> and like literally they're all 85, you know, you got like yeah. uh, Ludacris like oh driving, you know, he's like, hey, Sonny. Like, we'll get there one we'll, day. We will. We will. They there's will a, reprise. I mean, they're going to keep making them and... We're going to keep watching them. And, we will, and that's the problem. That's the the problem, problem isn't that they make them. It's that we, we watch them. When do we put our foot in the sand and say, I'm not watching Fast and the Furious 27? I'm done. Yeah. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. So uh, so some context. I mean, for us, we uh, we went to college together. We did. Ish. Uh, I came on the year. I came onto the floor in Chicago the year you were graduating yeah, essentially my, my senior year, your freshman year, and started there, but it didn't end there. Yeah, uh, yeah, we we kept we kept that relationship going, Neil and I, and uh, he got to be a leader in the youth group where I was the youth Woo. pastor. Yeah, at Cornerstone Community Church of Brookfield. Shout out, shout out, uh, good times, lots of. He helped me grow that youth group, um, and by grow, I mean grow spiritually, grow in numbers, grow, 
I don't know, probably in broken windows and probably. lots of other great growth. Stinky um, teenage smells. Stinky teenage smells, man. Lots of good times. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And I now, now as adults, still hanging out because we weren't adults back then. No, we weren't. Honest. We were uh, trying. We were. I, we were aspiring. I don't know adult, if we were adults. even trying. You were closer because you got married first, yeah, so you were yeah. a closer to an adult. Which I got again more shout outs. Your <laughs> wife is amazing. True statement. And uh, <laughs> the end. <laughs> the end. Uh, just I remember you guys used to kind of not really house me, but maybe kind of house me. Uh, I'd show up for. Uh, for whatever church event was going on and your wife would have like monkey bread or some kind of dinner waiting. I know. And you guys would just, I don't know. She makes the best food. Super hospitable. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. You Thank you to her. You married a pretty good woman too. I I mean, I did. You got a good one. I did. Uh, Yeah. We've, we've had a lot of fun with our families too. And then not only getting married, but now Mm -hmm. both of us with kids, obviously. You know it. And, Hence, hence the podcast. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. So, yeah. So I want to know, um, that's the kind of context of us, but I, I want to know, uh, who are you? I guess in your own eyes, who are you? I know who you are, but the world doesn't. So, yeah, that's, that's a loaded question. There's a lot to Joshua Caleb Edwards. Yes. <laughs> I had to say my full name now. Um, I, I'm a kid, uh, just a kid at heart in a lot of ways. Enneagram seven, uh, if that that means anything to you. Um, and, uh, I, uh, I fully embody that. And even hearing that I'm a seven, uh, that's the enthusiast, the, the person who will always say yes to, uh, uh, to a party, to, um, having fun, to, Mm -hmm. you know, living it up for today, that kind of mentality. Um, and I fully embrace that. I think, in part because uh, of my childhood. So I um, grew up in Oak Park, Illinois, uh, the first suburb west of the city of Chicago. Yep. Um, feels very uh, urban um, and, and and some suburban. It's kind of a mix, uh, but a awesome place to grow up, awesome place to live. When I was eight years old, my parents became missionaries in Costa Rica. Mm. So that really is when I would say I began to... So when you were eight? Yeah. I guess I didn't realize that. Yeah. So I was eight years old. Can you imagine taking your son Yeah. right now well, I, as what, a missionary? What I can't imagine is doing what my parents did, moving four kids yeah. to a country they didn't know. See, now I would say I have... Because you, you develop so much when mm-hmm. you are a kid... So having had that experience as a kid, mm-hmm. I feel totally comfortable in an airport. Um, I'm not I'm not the person who's, you know, rushing to the front of the line to make sure I right. get on the plane. I'm it's a relax it's a relaxing it environment. Enough times yeah. where it's like, oh and you miss flights and you lose bags and that's part yeah. of that's part of what happens. Um and that and the same thing when you live in another country mm-hmm. and it's a new circumstance and environment it's almost more comfortable for me to be in those spaces. And so, so for me, it is for my wife, very different story. Um, So, so I can't imagine trying to convince my wife to move my (laughs) kids, to move my, to move my kids. Mm. Uh, But my, my parents felt called by God to, um, to be missionaries in Costa Rica. And that meant, um, that meant bringing our family. So I was eight years old. Uh, we went down to Costa Rica. We lived there um, for seven years, four years straight, and then three years um, on and off. Uh, so like half, 
half the year, just kind of how some things panned out. Okay. Um, and, and things that my parents needed to do in the States as well as, um, back in Costa Rica. So okay. we flip flop back and forth. Yeah. Um, I went to, uh, private school. I went to a public school. Okay. I went to, I was homeschooled. Man, um, you've had it all. I, I have had it all. I mean, my, my high school was 3,500 students. Okay. Um, my private little missionary Christian school <laughs> was 3.5 students. Yeah, no, it was, it was probably like, uh, I don't know, 25, 30 okay. in, in high school. You know what I mean? Okay. So there's like so six, a- six kids in my class or yeah. something like that. Um, and, and then, yeah, obviously homeschool, the four of us. Um, so, so kind of different times and, and I always tell people, um, you know, when we would leave Costa Rica to go to the U S or leave the U S to go to Costa Rica, uh, my mentality, uh, again, this is, I think the seven in me, but I think it was also being developed in me by my parents and the way they were parenting and stuff. But, yeah. um, but I always felt like I was going to see new friends or okay. going to see friends okay. not that i was leaving friends like okay. i i kind of just focused on the positive um and again i don't know that that's always the way i felt but it was right it was how i that's how you remember it how though. i remember it. that's awesome though yeah. because it's not it's not a negative it's not thing. a bad memory no. but that wasn't the, true for all of my siblings you right. know every every kid is different right. and and where are you in the line of siblings so like, i have an older brother, brother. yep um he's just a, a year and a half older than me then okay. uh two younger sisters so yep. my sister uh rachel's a couple years younger than me and then my sister mary joe's just a year and a half younger than her so and i feel like that's just that's the second born mentality it's a very <laughs> easygoing yeah kind of acceptable of whatever circumstances yeah. are going on because they know if they respond any different like the firstborn they're going to get it <laughs> i just yeah. feel like that's what i yeah. see in our own family yeah that like kelvin's learning from from our response as parents to nolan that yep. it's like yeah don't don't do that <laughs> don't do that at all don't even say a word just be quiet stay in the corner and then you'll be fine yeah you'll be safe <laughs> uh, it is it I had, to me the the birth order stuff is so interesting. I know yeah. you know people have written books because you it. got a your second born is a girl. Uh, yes, and that changes dynamics completely. Totally, it's like okay, totally boy then girl, and that's the same as my wife's family. So mm-hmm. she's the second oldest, um, uh, and she's got lots of siblings. But it's interesting um, having uh, both of us being that second born and yes. almost like taking a pride in it like in yeah. our family so it's yeah. like clara my second oldest is you know she like we're like yeah second born second's the best represent yeah right there. yeah so that's a little bit about me yeah. um and my childhood and then as far as now so i went to moody um mm-hmm. okay. obviously that's moody bible institute moody bible institute yeah the moody bible institute that dl moody founded <laughs> we're not <laughs> break out we're not song. gonna sing oh, yeah. okay no okay that's not a part of this. Um, so not, not today. Uh, okay, that's another. That's a, that's the other podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's the random him karaoke <laughs> podcast. Oh, good stuff. Um, yeah, so I went to Moody. Mm-hmm. Uh, my then uh, girlfriend uh, and now wife Madeline also went to Moody. Whew. So um, good thing, girlfriend and wife. We're girlfriend and wife. Um, so we dated for those mm-hmm. four years. Then. Uh, I graduated with a youth ministry degree. Okay. Um, Madeline uh, had like a 
pre-counseling and then she also had a fashion merchandising degree she was working on. So uh, we just got married and started doing life, uh, living um, in Brookfield, uh, where I met, yeah. not where I met Neil, but where I continued that relationship with you and yeah. um, hung yeah. out and was a youth pastor, then also uh, went uh, four years ago now, um, so it's 2021 right now, yeah, four years yeah. ago, um, to moved back to Oak Park, and so I, I said okay. at the beginning that Oak Park is an awesome place to live, because I actually live now in my childhood home. And now that's crazy. It is crazy. Well, crazy awesome. It is. And I've been there. It's a beautiful house. It is. You just redid it's the even, basement. It's even more beautiful you're, now, Neil. You have to I come. know. It's been probably, I was going to say, probably four years. I was going to say you have to come stay in my basement, but that sounds like a mean thing, but really, it's the nicest place in the house It now. is. <laughs> yeah, it's probably amazing. So you... Uh, yeah, you'll definitely have to come check it out. So I want to I want to move to your to your, who your dad is. Yeah, you know, and just take some time now, because um, again, we the, the idea is I want I want the relationship between father and son to kind of yeah. be like okay, there, there's something here. There's mm-hmm. there's there's a piece of when a dad is missing in a kid's life. Yeah, I mean, when a mom's missing in, in a kid's life, it's a big deal. Yeah, when a dad's missing in a kid's life, I feel like a lot of stuff we see in the world today is more affected by that. So. Mm-hmm. Then uh, and I'm not saying I don't want to, you know. Well, it's just probably it's probably more common, right? Like and and the, maybe that's why it is. That's you know? it, right? Like I th- I think I think you're right not to downplay, um, but you you have more case studies, right? Yeah. Of a lot a lot fewer um, single dads, yeah. like uh, and again, what I mean like single parent dads, yeah. you know, so they may not have the kids living with them. Some some obviously do, but right. you, it's way more common to see. Uh, women doing the child rearing and doing it by themselves, unfortunately. Right. So who's your dad? Yeah. So my dad is Mark Edwards. Um, okay. He grew up in the inner city of Chicago. Uh, so bought that house that I'm living in now mm-hmm. um, uh, when before we moved to Costa Rica. So um, someone in real estate uh, told him to hang on to it. And I'm so grateful that he did. Yeah. Uh, he's still helping me fix it up now. Uh, anytime he's in town and um, helping just in any way that he can, which is really uh, so gracious of him and generous. Uh, yeah. Obviously, my mom as well, uh, but we're talking about my dad. So. Right. Um, but he, yeah, he grew up um, and and really uh, lives his life following Jesus. Like that okay. is that is his consuming passion, um, and it's so evident uh, that that's what he wants to do with his every waking moment. Right. Um, and, and that's awesome. Like it's an awesome example for me to see, uh, because if you're really following Jesus, you're loving people around you mm-hmm. and, um, you're loving them. Well, by no means, um, is he perfect? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, and I don't think anyone says they're perfect, but, um, but he would be the first to admit that, you know, he's, he's got his flaws, his downsides. I remember being in college and, I don't know. It was like there are these the way you transition, Mm -hmm. you know, into like adulthood uh, with your parents. Um, And again, for me, it was much more specifically with my dad, like um, the way it felt like as an adult, sometimes he'd treat me like I was still a child. and And it felt like I needed to say something, you know, I needed to do something. So anyway, that's a side tangent. But um, but my dad is. um. Yeah, very loving, very kind, um, very thoughtful. Uh, he 
he did a lot of things that had great impact on me okay. and and the way that I parent my kids. Yeah. Um, I would say seeing the things that he did. Uh, so, for instance, for as long as I can remember, uh, I don't ever remember a time where we didn't do something called Best Buddies. Okay. And Best Buddies was we got together once a week mm-hmm. and we looked at a Bible passage, uh, age appropriate. So, like, it started off with, we were in this thing called Awana where we memorized Bible verses. Right. And so right. um, we would do something like that and he would help us memorize it. Or um, we would do something like watch a football game. Okay. Um, uh, but he always had a way of making it fun. So he was in youth ministry. And what he did that I've, I've really taken is that anytime... I'm putting effort and energy into other people outside yes. my family. Yes. I've been really challenged to ask myself, how am I doing that within my own family? Right. Because I care about these people way more than, you yeah. know, than, yeah, absolutely. than these people outside my family. And so how am I being intentional? So for right. instance, um, he would let each of us, it would just be like a game. We'd each get mm-hmm. to choose a... Um, a snack for the football game. So for a okay. long time, we watched Monday night football. Every Monday night was best buddies and we yeah. watched Monday night football. Um, so, so we would get to choose a snack and no matter what it was, my dad would make it. So my brother one day, the, the one that sticks out, it's mm-hmm. infamous among the three of us, yeah. um, my brother, my dad and myself, um, is he would make, or he made us and we all had to eat it. That was the other thing. Oh no. So he, oh, put, no. <laughs> he, he heated up, Captain Crunch. So it's a bowl of Captain Crunch, yep. just regular Captain Crunch. Then he melted cheese on the top. Why? So he put like imagine warm milk with with Captain Crunch <laughs> and then melt it like this layer of melted cheese. Oh and my it, gosh. I, I really remember and we always say like it actually wasn't that bad. Like it was oh, a, I, like I've never okay. gone back and tried it. But, that's that's but a it challenge. Was like, it was like surprisingly like, oh, it's not too bad. You know, wow. it's like kind of sweet and a little creamy. And yeah, and anyway. the savory and the sweet together. Yeah. But he but he made things fun. Um, yeah. He made things fun for us. He also invited us in to what he was doing. So he invited okay. he I still have these two little tool kits yeah. uh, that I'm letting my kids use now okay. because the toolkit is just a little kid toolkit. So it's actual tools, screwdrivers yeah. and hammers and things like that, but they're all miniature. So yes. they're all tiny. So yeah. uh, inviting inviting me into working on something when yeah. I realize with my kids now, it's actually a big sacrifice, right? Oh, it's so, if, so hard. So, so if I invite William to come wash the car with me, mm-hmm. That means it's going to take me 20 extra minutes to wash the car, you yeah. know, um, and and that feels like a sacrifice. And yet, um, you know, I like they just want to be where we are. They right. want to do what we're doing. Absolutely. You know, they want to be a part of our lives. And it's really sometimes it feels like that simple. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's it's not. And I saw that in my dad, you know what I mean? Like he invited us in, he brought me on trips with him. Uh, so I'm speaking at a camp every summer now. Okay. Um, and it's called Phantom Ranch Bible Camp. Shout out Mm -hmm. up in Wisconsin. All these shout outs. All these shout outs. Um, and, but because my dad did that with me, I bring my kids now every Mm -hmm. summer. And so I try not to go places, not to do things, um, that I could bring them to without them. You know, I, I try to always, 
include them. And that's very much something that's awesome that my dad did. That's cool. I mean, that's the thing I, I love hearing. It's also the thing that's hard here to hear totally. because I know that's not what I do all the time. Mm-hmm. It's super hard to, to get them involved in some of the stuff that you're doing sometimes because mm-hmm. it's an inconvenience Yeah, and it, and it makes it harder feeling. Um, so no, I appreciate that. I, I feel like that's a good, a good thing. So the thing I heard you say about your dad though, is that he was intentional. Yeah, for sure. He was very intentional in what he did. Yeah. Having those 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 buddy times with you guys, um, having you involved in the stuff he's doing. Yeah, and and I'll just say this. A, a thing that I think I'm most impressed with, um, with my dad personally, and again, I I have plenty of things I disagree with him on and, and yeah. are difficult, but those are those are very normal any relationship, right? Like right. in the closer you are with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've noticed with my dad how he's done a good job, my mom as well, just mm-hmm. to clarify, but my dad does a really good job of uh, transitioning and making things age appropriate, Okay, which I think is really hard. Uh, yeah. And I've noticed, so like someone who maybe was a good dad when kids were little that mm-hmm. doesn't know how to be a good dad when the kids are in high school, you right. know, or doesn't know how to good, be a good dad. So what my dad did is it like, it kept growing like best buddies kept growing to where from the age of uh 18 till i think i was like 24 we went to a different country every year okay on a trip with him so again this was something he was doing he was going on these trips so we went to australia and south africa and tunisia and argentina and he was going on these trips so he said come along with me you know he invited us so it became it was just the the same thing Mm -hmm. but it was age appropriate right Right. like we weren't still just watching monday night football which we still did but it was there was something more to it because again my brother and i had our friends we had other things going on in life we had college like yeah so it transitioned and so that is something I'm I'm always thinking of too, like how in this new season. So my son's ten. Mm-hmm. Like how when he gets to middle school is this going to have to change? Right. You What's know. Like I'm then? I'm already thinking that because I think it's, uh, because I think the way my dad did it was good. You know. So then how and you've said this a little bit already and it sounds like you're you're doing it. It's pretty clear. But how has who your dad is affected who who you are as a parent? So, I mean, what's yeah. kind of the couple things that pop out right away for you? It's like, man, this is it. This yeah. is where I can see it transitions well. Yeah, I think I think one of the things uh, that that I see um, that I haven't said yet, because obviously I've I've kind of answered both of those questions. Yeah, absolutely. In one. They weaved. They weaved. Yeah. But. But seeing my dad and the way, the way that he involved actually other other dads in okay. my life. So like we would do this thing called camping happening. Camping and happening. Camping and happening. Everything it, has to rhyme. It, I mean, or has to have some kind of alliteration. Almost rhyme. Yeah. Camping and camping happening. Something like camping and happening. Anyway, whatever. It was awesome. If you can rhyme orange with anything, we would go. We would go up and camp once a yeah. year, uh, twice a year, something like that. And I just remember it being really cool. And what I didn't realize is my dad was just spending this time intentionally. So he was trying to spend time with ministry leaders, okay, uh, because that was part of his job. Mm-hmm. But again, same thing, almost just doing a good job of double dipping. Like it's when double dipping 
is good and makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, so he would tell them and encourage them and challenge them to be yep. investing in their sons as well. Yep. So it was a father-son camping trip. It and he modeled it at that yeah, point. Absolutely. So, yeah. so I would say that's something that I've seen. And I was, I was mentioning to you earlier that this podcast has been challenging to me because uh, I've had this awesome group of dads that yeah. I've been meeting with that we take our kids camping. So we take sons and daughters. It's not just a sons only, but um, we take our kids camping once a year together to kind of get together. But we meet, we try to meet once a month. And that's why I was saying it was, it was, it's been hard because we yeah. haven't met recently, but, um, but when we meet, we just talk about, and you need other people who aren't your wife, mm. right. To, to be able to speak into maybe even how you and your wife are wrestling through how to discipline right. or how to talk about sex or how to right. talk about a difficult topic or what to do about bullying in school. Mm-hmm. You know, there are all these things that are very common. Are every, Everyone who's a dad is going through. Yeah. And so if you find other people who who are on the same page with you, um, you know, and and want to get better, you know, yeah. want to do better. I mean, if if I think about the things I value in life, I mean, my role as father is way up there. Right. right? And yet a lot of times I don't invest much time or energy and effort in getting better. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I'll go to school to become a better pastor. Right. But but what am I doing to become a better father? So so that's kind of and I was I just feel so honored and blessed because really my friend um, my friend Chris is the one who Mm -hmm. who really invited me and just uh, it was his idea. You know, he kind of started that. But but I was seeking something like that. I just you know, finding that group of guys can be hard, uh, you know, who, who you're doing life with in a kind of level where you can go real deep, you know? I agree. No, that's good. And that's exactly what I want to promote here. I know perfect dad. It's, it's for people who, who don't have that necessarily, Mm -hmm. or they don't have it as easily accessible or they want to get something going and they're just trying to figure out how to do that. I, I hope that this would be a help to them that they'd see, um, they'd see this podcast and listen to it and be like, Oh, yeah, like disciplines like this or, or you know, maybe regrets as a dad or something that'll be coming out here in a little bit. Um, just thinking through all these different things. You're, you parent differently than I do. You yeah. dad differently than I do. And it's like, that's okay. Yeah. That's cool. Because again, we're not perfect dads, but we're trying to figure it out and we're trying to take cues from from other dads that might have done it well or not so well. Yeah, there's a lot advice. to learn from yeah. from other people and and the way they're doing things. Because again, the what's best for our kids i don't think it's changing you know okay but the but times are changing you know what i yeah. mean like the society right. culture around them yep. like the and what what is best is so dependent on who they are as people you know what i mean and so so learning you know from my friend chris again how he how he deals with his you know with an emotional child how he deals with a stubborn child you know what i mean like right. is really helpful for me because otherwise I'm just in this vacuum by myself, you know, not by myself with my wife, but no, like but we're, we're together in this vacuum and like, I don't know, are there other people doing this? Yeah. And then, is this and then we, right? and then we this do something dumb, do? like Google it. Right. Like, yeah. and then you, and then you're like, what? I'm just trusting some random person right. with, or there's <laughs> like 10 different how to options. Discipline my kid. Like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> yeah. Top 10 ways to discipline a stubborn child. I know. It's, yeah, never mind. Don't That's Google that. Don't. <laughs> That's yeah. not the advice. <laughs> don't Google that. <laughs> Well, awesome. I I just appreciate you taking this time with me and uh, hopefully you'll come back again. I would be honored. 
We'll have to do it from a distance probably next time. I don't know. Or yeah. you'll have to come stay in my basement. I would love to come stay in your basement. But it's awesome. I'll bring the family, though, too. Bring the family, please. Cool. You're not invited without them. Well, thank you, Josh. Thank you, Neil.